dangerous. Beware, it's dangerous. It's gonna be one of us. In a trip close home because we're the private optimus. To the west, to the east. Gonna find the way, it's ain't the way, all the way to Ahoy and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece Book Club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me this week are Matt. Could I have an autograph? <laughs> Jason. Shippy, shippy. <laughs> Laura. For life itself is the greatest work of art. Melissa. I don't think this is a good time to eat, sir. <laughs> and Dave. Man, your accent is getting intense. (laughs) Every week on this show, we read and discuss another volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece. This week, we're reading volume 73, which is titled Operation Dressrosa SOP. Huh, what's the SOP stand for? What does that SOP stand for? Shit out of puck. (laughs) Standard operating procedure. Shit out of peace. (laughs) Oddly enough, when I first saw that um, title, I thought... Sons of the Patriots. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> because I've been ruined we by. Can't escape Metal Gear nope, on this show. Mm-hmm. Nope, and we shouldn't want to. <laughs> We're gonna get into the war economy this week. <laughs> yeah, boy, are we! <laughs> uh, before we get into it, it's been a couple weeks, but uh, we should have seen opening seventeen by now. So let's talk about it. <laughs> How'd everybody enjoy opening 17, Wake Up? I love big, that one. I big, love, big fan. It, it's pretty it's fun. I love the fashion. The 15th anniversary opening. 15th? Oh, really? Is that why it is? Yeah. Everyone is, like, color-coded, like... They're, they're giving me, like, full-on, like, Sentai vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think better Sentai vibes than we've talked about with previous color-coding of our One Piece people. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. Uh, was was Robin needs always to be the purple? Pink Ranger. <laughs> uh, I think so. That's what she showed up in, anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, when right. No, Sunday. it was a. Uh, it's Frankie's color who's changed. Yes. He he was brown last time. He, yeah, he was brown the last time they were the rainbow, but now he is light blue, which is yeah, typically what he is in the. That's much better manga. too. I yeah, mean, yeah. Who wants to be like? I don't know if there is a brown ranger, but <laughs> no, wait, there was a brown ranger in Samurai Sentai Shinkenger, and it was like a gag joke because it was a, <laughs> it was like a gaijin visiting Japan and wanting to be a Power Ranger so bad that he calls himself Shinken Brown. <laughs> huh. Oh my goodness. Uh, I am the odd man out this time because this is easily my least favorite opening. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of uh, just middling on it myself. I mostly like the fashion, and I like that it's that there's sort of like a through line with it. I like particularly, it's, it's people doing things. I particularly like right. the song. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite uh, actual songs of any of the openings, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like purely because bit. I am embodying the no fun allowed sign, but... Mm. Uh, yeah? The, it, the robot stamping the sign into the ground? Yeah, it... This one just strikes me as, like, the most Saturday morning cartoon One Piece it has really, ever appeared. It really is. Especially the bit with Blackbeard. Yeah, the, where he just yes. shows up for no reason and says, I'm gonna beat you, To Luffy. interrupt the song every week. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll get you, Gadget. Yeah. <laughs> and That's how you establish no, a true won't. villain. 
Luffy and his friends <laughs> looking at Coolbug on the Grand Line. And then just slamming the action figures of Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji against the Admirals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's what I did when I had Bionicles. <laughs> it's just also extra silly because Black Mirror's not here. No. <laughs> Burgess is. He's, he's sir, currently not appearing in this film. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just, for the 15th anniversary, they wanted to remind you who uh, was going to matter later, I guess. Wow. <laughs> just keep in mind, Blackbeard. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. Tyler, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna call bullshit on this, on that coming from you, because that is the entire purpose of the X Mark segment. <laughs> <laughs> for this you know Hey, remember this guy. He One has darkness powers. One Piece is very long, and the anime is even longer. They yeah. need to make sure people remember characters that exist. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Also, in this two-and-a-half-minute opening, it's not until two minutes in... Yeah, there's 30 seconds get... of actual what's going on in the anime right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I do like the song. It's catchy. Mm-hmm. The song, and I mean, it's always going to get points for me for Power Ranger vibes. Definitely. Yeah. Also, because yeah. I did not grow up as a Japanese schoolboy, I have no particular connection to stag beetles. So watching them <laughs> chase a golden stag beetle around the ship for a minute and a half of the opening is not yeah. doing you know, it for me. Like, oh no, how... they ran into the bathroom online. He's taking a shower. <laughs> oh, you beans. Ah, you guys. You know, with how cool and how prevalent Japanese beetle wrestling especially is with with the schoolboys of Japan, as far as I have been made aware, <laughs> I, I feel like we really missed out, team. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I we we don't have. Maybe we just don't have enough cool bugs. I want to love like that. <laughs> God, I wish that were me. I mean, <laughs> I wish I understood. We we are the the generation that grew up on Pokemon, so technically, we I got was to say. There was the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the in... bugs were all in our Game Boy. Yeah, well, there was that whole. There <laughs> yeah. was the whole bit in in the recent the new Tim Rogers video about how Pokemon is just like a mind blowingly successful attempt to like export Japanese beetle fighting culture <laughs> to the entire planet that like violently mutated and grew out of control. Yeah, damn if it didn't work. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, the uh, Boku no Natsuyasumi video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Isn't it? Isn't Pokemon the, one. the single most successful IP like in the world? Probably. Would you put a pass? I'd be hard pressed to think of another. <laughs> I think. I think the only one that came close was uh, was Hello Kitty. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm. I think Hello Kitty second. Uh, any other thoughts on the opening? Because we do have some emails to read too. Oh yeah. Emails. 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 <laughs> Uh, first is from Booty Stank. <gasps> Admiral Booty Stank. <laughs> Check again. Hooray. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all, parentheses, Texas. It's your old pal Booty Stank again. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, I try not to bother you too much, but y'all are in my favorite everything in One Piece. The villain, backstories, devil fruit. Dressrosa is the biggest 10 out of 10 arc in One Piece, and my favorite devil fruit that is extraordinarily overpowered. (laughs) Uh, Not to mention my favorite side character, which you will meet very shortly. A certain somebody with green hair, other than old Mosshead. And we have met Bartolomeo now. This is just an email from a while ago. 
Our child! Yeah, our our green-haired boy. Our beautiful son. <laughs> uh, anywho, I'm so happy y'all are finally here. I'm so excited I want to die, but not before the episodes hit. <laughs> uh, by the way, Tyler, uh, you have to show them Dofi's subtitle, Laugh, or the Japanese language track, Laugh. Uh, he has become my favorite villain of all time just because of that laugh. Sends chills down my spine every time. Mm. Oh, yeah, so the voice spare, actor he... does an amazing job. I think we actually he talked about it. got a special it. laugh? Yeah, we, we talked about it when he first appeared also, and I put a little clip in the episode. I don't remember. I think it's back in 25 or something like that. I don't know if it's like a specific, like, language pun or anything, but it's just like a really sinister, like, (laughs) kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's very, very fitting that his nickname is Joker. Yeah. Because it's (laughs) Mark Hamill esque. (laughs) Indeed. Really? Oh, yeah. It starts low and slow like that and builds. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Love y'all so much. Your Nakama from Texas, Booty Stank. Thanks, Booty Stank. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, P.S. Also... Thank you very much. (laughs) uh, P.S. Also, question. If you could pick anyone in One Piece to become a straw hat, who would it be and why? (gasps) Bartolomeo. It would take all the drama out of his story, though. (laughs) That's true. You can't give the character what they want so easily. (laughs) <laughs> but that's what's that's what's waiting for him on Raftal, the chance to become a straw hat. Mm. <laughs> mm. Actually, how about I choose the chaos answer? Let's induct Pearl. <laughs> Fuck you. It's his t- it's his time. <laughs> you want Matt it's to stop reading? This feels spite aimed at me. <laughs> I mean, I always want to see more more Kudeha, mm-hmm. but I don't know. True. I don't know how well that vibe would she she would mesh. <laughs> she's overqualified. Be on a on the boat, yeah. <laughs> she she's too cool for for this uh, for this crew, unfortunately. Could we summon Gold Roger? Can we just like <laughs> scribble monks this? Oh, God. <laughs> I think Luffy would actively hate that. Actually, yeah. he probably would. Yeah. Yeah, two kings. Uh, my dark horse answer is Smoker and or Tashigi. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. At least let them sail on the ship for a little bit as honorary members. Right. I hope that happens by the end. There was one that we were just thinking of recently. What was it? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to remember, too. Uh, Um, What happened recently in One Piece? (laughs) I know... It's a great uh, question. (laughs) Shit, I'm forgetting everything. Um... (laughs) Oh, oh goodness! I'll go. Car, it's okay. Car's gonna help you remember. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> what? She's trying to help. You're just. Mm-hmm. She's shouting the answer. <laughs> yeah. She's leading she you is. to rough tell. <laughs> um. Somebody else go. I'll find it. <laughs> There, oh god, there was definitely somebody I was like actively lamenting that they didn't join. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Very of. recently. Like, who oh, are we talking uh, about? Polly. Polly's, oh, yeah, Polly's a good one. Good. Yeah. Cause I cause I legitimately thought he was mm-hmm. going uh-huh. to through that yeah, arc. Yeah, hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who who wouldn't good, have uh... Oh, it was Monet, I remember. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't it was Monet. Monet. It was Monet. Uh my vote's for Vivi. 
Yeah, but I I also respect her heavily. I I heavily respect Vivi for. Yeah, that's true. No, I have but to. It, I it, have to be a responsible adult. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just but make a be... second Vivi. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she has a sister, right? <laughs> yeah, just just, just like retcon her. a twin sister. Yeah. Hey, they brought Pell back. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my actual answer is a character that hasn't been introduced yet. But so, uh, hmm. <laughs> do I know the answer, Matt? Maybe. Have you talked about it on the Discord? Yeah. Okay, then I probably know who it is. <laughs> so, so I'm just gonna say kid. I want kid. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I've noticed that Laura's being awfully quiet. Is that because the answer is uh, pretty obvious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. I, I, I hear a detatily on the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Doppler effect. Walk away. Oh my god, that's Our next email is from Joe. Uh, the subject line is episode 69 horoscope. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did which, I do? Which, which one was that? <laughs> uh, it was for... You done, Jay. It was for both Law and Momonosuke. Yes. Uh, do you want me to read it out just to refresh everybody? Sure, go yeah, for it. Please do, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Law with uh, October 6th, Momonosuke with October 7th, both are Libra. Uh, it reads, crazy as it seems, why not plan that trip you've been eager to go on? Mm-hmm. Adventure calls, and although there are a few obstacles to stop you from answering, you can't wait to get out of your rut. There's a great big world out there, and you can't wait to make the time to go and see some of it. So Joe writes... Dear piecemeal crew, much love as always to everyone except Jason, (laughs) who broke me with the horoscope on episode 69. (laughs) I do not Uh, know how you current folks kept it together uh, with what we know about one of the two characters from the horoscope, because I threw my mouse when Jason said, although there are a few obstacles to stop you from answering, you can't wait to get out of your rut. Mm-hmm. This horoscope may as well be an X mark, in my opinion, but then again, most of them are. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're just numb to it by this point. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, keep up the amazing work, Joe. God. Uh, this entire least... arc, I've basically had to muzzle myself half the time because I'm so scared about spoiling something and ruining it. Was, it. It's the violet one that broke me. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's one of the worst ones in a while. In the man, in, in an incredible way. God. Man, um, so Joe, uh, someone, uh, someone broken by uh, by horoscopes. You say um, to that, I say next. <laughs> <laughs> Another one down. Yeah, thank you. Chalk one up. Next. How about we get into this volume? <laughs> I'm gonna save the rest of the emails for later. We're gonna keep this okay. backlog for a bit. Okay. Because we've already been going, and I have a lot of notes on this one. Mm-hmm. You don't say. <laughs> There's a decent amount to talk notes. about. Yeah. A lot of shit happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start with the author's note. Matt, would you post the image for this one? Uh, this week, Oda writes, When I was in school, I learned that this man above was Prince Shotoku, a great figure from Japan's distant past. But lately, a theory has surfaced that this illustration wasn't actually of Shotoku. This ruins my own pet theory that Prince Shotoku was a glutton who always carried his own rice-serving paddle around with him. (laughs) 
In that case, who's this glutton? History is still chock full of mysteries. Let's get to the bottom of volume 73. Yep. Yum. Who is this guy? Who is this freaking guy? Just always carrying around a rice paddle. Call him Rice Paddle Joey every day. (laughs) What's funny is this shit happens a lot with Japanese history. Does it really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's funny. There's a lot of um, art that's like dead, like you know, supposed to be supposedly this person, and then someone finds out. Oh, actually, that that wasn't that person. Totally different dude. That's uh, funny. Uh, we conclude Caribou's Kihihi in the New World. <laughs> we do. It reaches a a thrilling denouement. <laughs> uh, after defeating Scotch, Caribou. Or I skipped the uh, the last time on, but that's fine. You know what happened. <laughs> yeah, you were there for that. I'm not going to pick up the volume again. It's fine. I uh, wasn't there for that, but I remember. Caribou sinks the entire weapons factory into his yucky swamp body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That was impressive. Yum a dum-dum. <laughs> uh, then a very bloated caribou and his brother are cheered as heroes by the townspeople. <laughs> Is the implication that he has the castle inside of him right now? I believe that's the case. <laughs> that's why he's so huge. Mm. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, suddenly, a dinosaur attacks. Oh, <laughs> oh <What>? right. <laughs> and the art on that page is, like, really cool. <laughs> Just yeah. all in silhouette. Yeah. Just blood going everywhere. Diaz Drake defeats Korobu and their men and then drags Caribou away. You thought he was he got defeated by Scotch. But apparently then, not. He's just fine. Apparently what, not. What is he doing here? Taking why caribou. Why was he looking for Kaidu? Yeah. He's uh, taking care of caribou. <laughs> mm-hmm. As he is arrested, the granny gives caribou one last meat pie for the road. Everyone watches their hero sail away on Drake's ship as he calls out to the granny, telling her to live a long life. He willingly sacrificed himself to Drake in order to spare her, saying to treasure the grandmas. Treasure the grandmas. And then, in the finale, the granny visits her grandson's grave and prays for Caribou, who she knew was a pirate all along. (laughs) Oh my god. How sweet. She's just a sweet old lady! (laughs) She's just a sweet old lady treasure the grandmas <laughs> what a bizarre storyline what a weird story <laughs> that you just told us mr oda <laughs> what was pretty bizarre what was the lesson learned <laughs> I feel aside like from episode... treasure the grandmas well that's that it that's it right there oh okay i feel like this is just a whole like what the folklore episode <laughs> honestly <laughs> uh, back in the coliseum the crowd continues to boo rebecca for her arsonist grandfather and this pisses Luffy off because he asks how her grandpa's actions have anything to do with her as a person. Yeah. Mm. And then having, we get a little panel of Garp as yeah, a treat. Having experienced that very recently himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because subtlety is for cowards. Here's a picture of Don Chinjo and, and Garp. <laughs> yep. Also pissed off is Cavendish, who gallops into the ring upon his noble steed for rule. <laughs> Uh, Jason, would you do the honors? Um, His noble steed that just happens to have 
a speaker on it. Mm-hmm. Listen, you need a good PA system. <laughs> you need to you need to project is what you, know, you need. You know what this is? Uh, it's called cutting a promo. <laughs> oh, Indeed. Oh, I see. Someone even calls Rebecca a heel in this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the crowd is like actively chanting for Cavendish to to crush Rebecca, destroy her without a trace. Give her the chair. <laughs> Put yeah. her through the table. <laughs> Be silent. Whatever your quibble is with this young woman, she stands in the ring with the possibility of death over her head. You have no right to slander her if you will not risk your life in turn. If you truly want to see her dead, grab your weapon and step into the ring. <laughs> the voices of the uninvested are nothing more than meaningless noise. I have my reasons for participating in this tournament, but I hate that it exists. The lives of warriors are not a sideshow. The crowd turns their boos for Rebecca into cheers for Cavendish. <laughs> Rather than being irked by their fickle nature, he instead basks in their adoration. Of course. He loves it so much. I love this goober. Yeah. yeah. I love I love Luffy being like, dang, Cavendish, that was awesome. Still hate you, though. <laughs> Still hate you, though. I, I was thinking about using that for a quote. <laughs> I, cheers for Cavendish sounds like a sitcom episode yeah. title. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, the bell rings, and Block D begins. Get him, Orlumbus. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's yeah. favorite. Who's the, who's the Orlumbus stan? <laughs> There's always one. Who's... I guess. <laughs> Everybody's got at least one fan of theirs. Mm-hmm. There's uh, someone uh, in his AO3 tag. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> uh, underneath the flower field, Frankie, Usopp, and Robin get ready to hear the toy soldier's plan to take down Doflamingo. While rushing back to the sunny, Wicca explains a bit about the Don Quixote hierarchy to Zorro, and that the top officers are Treble, who represents clubs, Diamante for diamonds, and Pika for spades. There are, mm, there are, uh, there are five works in Orlumbus's tag on Ao3. Uh, none of the, none of them actually seem to be like focused on him. He's just he's just tagged. present. <laughs> but the first mm. one's summary is: in order to marry Luffy, Law decides to help him find his brother. Yes. <laughs> So. And, and featuring Orlumbus. <laughs> uh, along the way, they run into Sanji and Kinemon, as well as Violet, who sneaks out from behind an alley to tell them all she has seen Giola stealing their ship and is sailing it to Greenbit. Aboard said ship, it seems <laughs> that Brooke has turned traitor, siding with Giola in an effort to express himself artistically. Oh Brooke, my God. no! I always know the musicians and the painters would rise against us. <laughs> mm. uh, Giola creates a bizarre mural that she traps Chopper, Nami, and Momo inside of, which she claims is a perfect depiction of the tragedy of Dressrosa. Hmm. Yeah? What's everybody think of this mural? Um, I don't like it. <laughs> negative. <laughs> Feel negative about it. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, if Dressrosa is Spain, right, then, shit, maybe this is Guernica, in a way. Mm-hmm. Mikasa was the Spanish painter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it looks like there's the half, 
open, half crying. There's another closed eye. Yep. Motherfucker. Oh. Same one it always is. Oh, I'm really? God. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just caught myself mid sentence. <laughs> oh <laughs> That's my. not where I was going with that. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> fucking Zelda puzzle noise just popped in. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna point out the two figures in front that are like covering its mouth? Yes. Question mark. Oh, they're oh, covering up. The, they're they're trying to cover up the sun, which yeah. is interesting. Oh, I'm just gonna let you guys go for a little bit. They're like, don't you know? Don't look at this. This is the sun. I had a description of this mural written down, but we'll just see what you guys pull out first. I mean, I'll be honest. I feel like the inclusion of the three people in it is Mm -hmm. is are its flaws. They feel very out of place. Interesting. Mm. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like their specific positions are pretty pertinent to it, actually. Hmm. You you can't fucking just be over here like Olmec telling me telling me Olmec. You gotta it's spin that, the monkey that... around, Jason. Ah, damn it! It's that no, it's that one fucking room in Legend of the Hidden Temple where you have to like be like the pose of the of the painting on the wall to open the door. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. <clears throat> hmm. So one's left, one's right, and one's center. Momonosuke has a little hat that has like a maybe a club on it. Kind of looks like a crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a crown, and, a crown. and he is like curling up in despair, hiding underneath everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not sure what chopper. I, I the problem is like I don't know if the people she picked are supposed to matter to the depiction. <laughs> Like, are they supposed mm. to be appropriate to the roles she's put them in? That's I thrown it so. off for me. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Nami's on the crying side. And Chopper's on the side that's, like, trying to cover cover the sun. Are his hands bunnies? <laughs> they are bunnies. They are bunnies. Yes, okay. we do. We covered that okay. last time, actually. <laughs> he has been transformed okay. into bunny hands. Did anybody um, talk about what bunnies are typically associated in Japanese mythology? I don't think so. Uh, the, the moon, moon mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, pounding mochi on the moon. Oh my! Wait, is he supposed to be the moon covering up the sun? Is this like a reference to like a solar eclipse or something? That feels really far fetched, <laughs> even for One Piece, though. I don't know. Well, I don't know, team. I, I don't know that. I'm on, I'm fine with that. It actually, sounds pretty reasonable to me. <laughs> yeah, same here. The fascinating thing about abstract art is it's allowed to have multiple meanings. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. That's why I like going to art museums, even if it's like mm-hmm. absolute bug nut shit that I've never even considered before. At the top of the mural, we see a familiar configuration of an open right eye and a closed left eye weeping. Uh, this is the same as the winking Luffy on the cover of volume 28, I think it was. Mm. As well as we've seen Robin doing the open eye, closed eye, and Jaya mm-hmm. having the right eye and the missing left eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, in its center is a sun, though on the left is a figure with a spiral for a face covering the sun up with its hands, either to steal it or hide it, while a boxy figure on the right hides in the dark behind the sun. Uh, Chopper is trapped within the spiral figure, maybe representing devil fruits? Hmm. Okay. Does the, yeah. does the spiral figure also have a wing? Is that? Uh, it's hard to tell what I the wing tell is attached, attached to. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I checked yeah. in the anime too, and it's not much clearer. Because that, that was the him representing Devil Fruits did occur to me too, but it, like I, I I think I was getting too specific about mm-hmm. it. Like, why does she need someone to represent someone who turns into an animal? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder specifically if it's the human human fruit that we're supposed to think about in this context. Oh, because it is specifically Chopper that was placed there. The cur the curse mm-hmm. of man. Nami is trapped within the boxy figure, and at the bottom is a figure hunched over wearing a crown with Momo representing its face. Mm. Presumably this is a deposed king or ruler. Yeah. Momo does want to be, like, the best shogun or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yes. Brooke asks that Giola allow him to compose a musical piece to accompany her art in an exhibit and requests that she change his violin and cane back to their original form. This was, of course, a ploy to get his cane sword back, and he instantly cuts her down, undoing her art powers on everyone else. We we love a deception check. (laughs) Brooke makes pop art, not high art, and don't you forget it. (laughs) He says, forgive me, I don't know much about art after all. I don't really have an eye for it. Skull joke. Get him. Get her ass. Good. (laughs) Also, I just love the... And done. Consider yourself sliced. Huh? Sliced. <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave, it's your turn to read. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> On green bit. Law versus Doflamingo and Admiral Fujitora. Let me tell you a tale. Over eight centuries old. When 20 kings from 20 kingdoms came to the center of the world and established one massive power, that creation was today's world government. And the creators, those kings, brought their families with them to marry Joa, the Holy Land. Those 19 families, excepting only the Nefertari line of Alabasta, who refused the honor, have lived there ever since ruling over the world. The descendants of the craters are known today as the Celestial Dragons. Of course, this means that 800 years ago, 19 kingdoms lost their kings. See where I'm going with this? These countries all needed successors, you understand, and that led to the formation of brand new dynasties. Here in Dressrosa, for example, the new royal family was the Riku dynasty. But the creators, the ones who left for Mary Joa, were the Don Quixotes. Dun dun dun! Dun dun dun! dun, dun. He would have have to be a celestial (laughs) dragon. The the Nefertari line refused the honor. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun... That is interesting. Mm. So they could have been celestial dragons if they wanted to. Technically, they are. Very technically. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. They are descendants of the 20 kings from the 20 kingdoms, Mm -hmm. right? So, sure, in in name only, at least. Right. But, I mean, I will say, I feel like Doflamingo is probably one of, like, the least celestial dragony celestial dragon <laughs> that I've ever seen. Yeah, that's that's what's so interesting in that about he's, all this. In that he's not a dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like he is he is still evil, mm-hmm. but like he's right. not wearing a stupid spacesuit thing with his with a hair like all curly woo. Mm-hmm. 
Um, going he, he around breathes the doing... air of the commoners. He's not out of touch. Right. No, he's not going around doing stupid, wasteful bullshit. He's actually quite in touch, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he also, he also like, barely delegates. Like, there's a lot of him just, like, doing that shit himself. Yeah. Yeah, it That's true. his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to a little later in the volume, um, but he explains that uh, he was a celestial dragon, but is no longer, which is why yeah, he's I, a pirate. I want to know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... I like that because that basically means that to the world government, he is a human poneglyph. <laughs> oh where boy, he's just much. kind of an inconvenient truth that they need to deal with, which is why he can get away with so much. Uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what... Yeah, Because he what, knows way too much. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, if he's not actually a celestial dragon, how was he able to manipulate the media yeah. to the extent that Law is talking about? And yeah, that probably has something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, outside of the Corridor Coliseum, Zoro and Kinemon try to come up with a plan to get Luffy out, though they don't know how to get inside. Sanji left the two of them with the map to the House of Toys while he ran off to rescue the Sunny, but specifically Nami. Of course. <laughs> inside the Coliseum, Bartolomeo spots them loitering outside. And recognizes Zoro immediately. Yeah, Dave, go ahead. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally Mr. Zoro the Pirate Hunter. His legend began with the hundred kills on Whiskey Peak, and they say he sliced and diced everything in his path on Ennis Lobby, the master of three swords, considered by me to be Mr. <laughs> Luffy's capable right hand man and a reliable first mate to the rest of the crew. He looks so awesome. I can't see through the tears. <laughs> considered by me (laughs) I love that line because it is specifically directed at the fandom yeah because Zoro has never officially been designated as like the first maid or anything like that but everyone considers him that yeah right Inside the Royal Palace, Baby Five discusses Violet's betrayal with Doflamingo's steampunk henchman who we are now introduced to as Gladius a member Gladius. of the Pika army. Gladius. Uh, he appears... He's like, to... mm-hmm. he's like steampunk BDSM. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a lot. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, also, I I don't know if... I guess maybe it's how they say it in the dub, but the, the kana in the Japanese is Pika. Pika? Pika. Like, like shocking. With a long E. <laughs> it's a... It's a the, that's Pika. Right. This is Pika. Oh. Ah, I see. Long, long eye. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I haven't watched the anime for this portion, so I've only ever read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can only imagine how arduous that would be. <laughs> he appears to have some sort of popping power, which is fueled by his rage, because the yeah. angrier he gets, the more his top hat swells with air until it eventually explodes off of his head, revealing long, spiky hair underneath. Revealing that he is, in fact, Super Saiyan. I say, yeah. He's gone further beyond. <laughs> yes! Uh, in town, Violet rides a toy horse with Sanji, escorting him past all the navy at the port. She explains that in addition to her other eye powers, she also has Assassin's Creed Eagle Vision. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Boy, does she. Allowing so her that... to borrow the sight of nearby birds to survey the area. What a cool fucking So did that power. horse also used to be a, a human person? Yeah. You have to assume. Cloppity, cloppity. Oh, all right. 
I, I did and find the myself. Cowboy needs a horse, needs a horse, needs a horse. <laughs> I did find myself wondering during this scene, like, who did you used to be? <laughs> mm. A brony. I mean, it's fine. He was in the pony play. Oh, mm-hmm. I was going to say a brony, but that's better. <laughs> it, it, they're not incompatible by any means. It's honestly a good point. <laughs> sure. Hey, here's a fun little thing. What? Oh. What's that? Oh. Uh... Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you, you motherfucker, you. You son of a bitch. He snuck it in again. Mm-hmm. Another. Wow. Right, right eye closed or right eye open, left eye closed. What yeah. Is, what is going on here? Yeah, uh, a, split across panels this time, but the right eye, uh-huh. the right panel is is Violet with her eyes closed, saying "I'm about to," and then the second panel is her opening her eye, going "Oh, hmm." Hey, wait a minute, Tyler. Yeah. You know how like we we show various important characters of One Piece being having like various pirate accoutrements, right? Mm-hmm. Like a like a bird or a peg leg or a hook or whatever. Yeah. Uh, have we met anybody with an eye patch yet? I probably have asked this before. No, sir. Well, this okay, that was yeah, the I thing. Didn't was, uh, I think that came up? Uh, Oda, yeah, it's come up a couple yeah. times. Oda said like there is a character with an eye patch, and he's excited to draw him. Mm-hmm. He's excited to roll that one out. I wonder which eye that eye patch will be over. Is what I'm hmm. saying. Maybe the one that Luffy stabbed in chapter one. <laughs> hmm. Oh my fucking Wait god! A second. Mayhaps. Oh my. Wait a second. Wait a minute. I feel Luffy. like this is the longest con of One Piece. <laughs> Wait no. a minute. That fucking scar looks like a closed eye. <laughs> it was. It was hypothesis. You. I think. I remember you theorized. I think Tyler. What, last time we talked about this, that the character with the eye patch is Luffy. Yeah, eventually. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, like a vast majority of the fandom thinks it's going to be Luffy. Yeah, I also uh-huh. hope so, and I hope he doesn't lose his eye. I hope <laughs> he just puts on an eye patch because it's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Because mm-hmm. he would. Violet picks up the pace when she suddenly sees a bolt of lightning strike the sunny. Though Sanji figures that lightning probably means that Nami just blasted the shit out of Giola, which she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giola, who sex. was already defeated. Uh, Momonosuke <laughs> strikes Nami her a blow as well. Out of spite. <laughs> yeah. It is a very good blow, to be fair. Mm-hmm. His form is good. That's what declares. We're, we're assured of that. <laughs> uh, on Green Bit, Doflamingo explains that he was a celestial dragon, but is no longer. While he would love to shoot the shit about his sordid past with Law all day, he does need to go back to Dressrosa to mop up the rest of the Straw Hats, though, because he's actually paid attention to their past exploits and doesn't <laughs> intend to underestimate them like fucking everyone else has to present. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be a multi-arc villain. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing scarier than a villain that actually takes the heroes seriously. Yeah. <laughs> savvy villain. Caesar begs Dofi for his heart back, but Law calls into question whether or not that's really Caesar's heart he's been carrying around. It's <laughs> fair. It's a fair question. Doflamingo squishes it to check, but Caesar doesn't even flinch. Instead, a marine in the distance shouts in pain which distracts Fujitora long enough for Law to activate his powers and escape from the two of them. The motherfucker did it again. <laughs> I switched things. <laughs> I'm, I'm the switchy man. Again, in a way that has not for with with that not using his powers, just just with sleight of hand. Yeah. I love I love how often Law does that. 
Law grabs Caesar and runs for it, and Dothi gives chase. Law tries to keep his attention away from the approaching Sunny, but his efforts are in vain, and Doflamingo switches his target to the weakened Straw Hats. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> he says, fine, I'll get rid of the ads. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Is that what they've been reduced to? <laughs> well... Uh, before he can make it to the ship, though, Sanji comes flying through the sky at him with a flaming kick to the shin, saying, Ooh. Hey, when my crew is crying, that's your cue to stay the hell away. Sanji gets to be cool! Yay! For a minute. <laughs> he gets a rider kick. <laughs> and he gets acknowledgement from Doflamingo. Mm-hmm. Like, explicitly. says Finally, oh, a, finally tough a tough one. <laughs> Someone I love the cool little and kicks the, ass, the, actually. The yeah. panel of Sanji approaching with the little tech, tech, tech through the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the reflection of him on Doflamingo's glasses. Yeah, that's good, too. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, the two of them begin to duke it out midair, trading blow for blow, until Sanji finds himself ensnared in the sky in Doflamingo's trap. Uh-oh. Dovi extends out a long whip of string from his palm, and prepares to slice Sanji in two with it. But Sanji is saved at the last moment by Law leapfrogging with his room powers, first trading places with a log that he tosses, and then so, trading places with Doflamingo midair. S- so that he can have something moving rapidly in the right direction yeah, with sufficient to momentum, get momentum that he can swap with. This is awesome. It's a this really cool use of the power. Yeah, Law's awesome. This motherfucker also, did a substitution jutsu. Yeah. <laughs> Also, the name of Doflamingo's attack is Pentachromatic String, which, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Jeez. It's pretty fucking cool. I want to have a chance to say that as part, say phrases like that as part of my job. <laughs> uh, the whip attack extends all the way back to Dressrosa and slices a building in two, to the horror and shock of the townspeople. Uh, not again. <laughs> Tower of Wahoo. <laughs> Law grabs hold of Sanji and once more uses his power to swap places with a random barrel aboard the Sunny. Aw, <laughs> oh, man, that was a really important barrel. It had... <laughs> uh... We could have kept another Logia user in it. Yeah, I, I hope that say... was just the caribou barrel. <laughs> yeah. It had his yucky residue in it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think it's flammable. Maybe. It's now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got a collective greases all over it. <laughs> Christ. I don't. That's foul. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. It really is. The yuckiest man. Truly. Law asks for a quick update on the factory progress before returning Caesar's heart to him, which Law had been hiding in his own chest. Holy shit. It's a baller move. Absolutely yeah. bad lad. <laughs> also, that sounds, like a, that sounds like a name of a children's book, The Yuckiest Man. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like a name of a Mo Willems book. Uh... Uh, Law had hidden his own heart aboard the Sunny. He tells them all to just take Caesar and head for Zoe immediately, since the deal here fell through. Once he and the others manage to take out the factory, they'll follow behind them. Nami outright refuses, reminding him that they're the Straw Hat crew, and she takes orders only from Luffy. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, suddenly, the marine warship comes flying off of Green Bit towards them, and Doflamingo closes in from the other direction. This is horrible. <laughs> this is very bad. 
then meteorites the start to fall out of the sky. Oh my god. <laughs> Nami announces that the twirly hat crew is ready to leave. <laughs> they say when shit sucks, you gotta hit the bricks. <laughs> but it's all fine because you have the most OP person in this show on the board. <laughs> uh, Sanji asks Law, I understand the need to move Caesar away from here. I got no problem moving on now, but the operation in Dressrosa was just supposed to be a waypoint. Our shared goal is in taking down Kaido of the Four Emperors. Is it just me, or are you two invested in Doflamingo? Hmm. That boy's observing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before Law can answer, Doflamingo strikes the ship with his string whip power, and Law catches the whip with his sword. Oh, you're not going to talk about the cool thing where Law just, like, flicks his finger and makes the the meteor hit one of the other ships? <laughs> I mean, you said it yourself. He's OP. He is. <laughs> uh, Law explains, look for a place without clouds and go. Doflamingo uses string string powers. He moves through the air by throwing strings around clouds. He can't chase you down if there are no clouds to catch. I love this because it's such a... I mean... It's been relatively clear this is what was going on for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's such a like a relatively straightforward concept for a power. Strings. Like, like in theory, it's strings. But he's got all the just, strings. It's that just means... about the guy who's using them and how he applies them. Yeah. And it makes it one of the most terrifying things in the whole comic so far. <laughs> And it's and it's Spider-Man logic. Yeah, he's you Spider-Man. Know, where he can't. No, that's I guess yeah. that's also true. <laughs> Take Spider-Man out of the city. He's got to walk everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Law grabs Giola and warps himself back to the bridge between Greenbit and Dressrosa, while Sanji and the others coup to burst away to safety with Caesar. Woo! Uh, who would like to read for Law? I assume Dave, you'll pick up Doflamingo again. Sure. Uh, I'll read Law, I guess. Okay. What is the point of only freeing half the Straw Hats? The other half is still in Dressrosa. If I take them all hostage, the others will return Caesar to me in no time. I thought there were countless people out there who underestimated them and got burned, no? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my pirate alliance with the Straw Hat crew ends here. What? From the moment we teamed up, I was only using them to get to the Smile Factory shut down. That's all this ever was. And even if I don't take you down myself here, once you've lost your smile, Kaido will finish the job for me. I see. You were willing to take us both down if necessary. I'd love to see the chaos that ensues after your death. But settling our score from 13 years ago comes first, Joker. What will you do with Giola? You know what kind of family we are. That's right, Law. I'll give my life at a moment's notice for the young master's sake. Pop. You better run as far as you can. I ran across Blackleg a moment ago. Our plans seem to have hit some snags of their own. But all you're doing is lashing out without reason, Law. I'm not lashing out. I'm fulfilling someone's long-held desires. That's why I've lived to see this day! 
Fucking rules of nature! <laughs> he starts zondoxing the entire bridge. The, Just chop, 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 chop. Bridge is getting chopped into, like, fucking hundreds of physics objects right now. Yeah. <laughs> the bridge becomes voxels. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the Coliseum, Bartolomeo openly weeps while trying to get Zoro's autograph and promises to go and find Luffy for him in return. <laughs> Uh, in the Block D battle, we see Rebecca's unique fighting style. Not so much concerned with delivering blows, but instead standing at the edge of the arena with her back to the moat and using her observation hockey and her opponent's momentum against them to trick them out of bounds. She basically I, does Aikido. Yeah. I, I, I can't lie to you. If I was a regular arena watcher, I'd probably hate her too. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> doing, this, doing this kind of thing all the time. Honestly, yeah, that'd probably be pretty boring to watch. Yeah, but she's kept it up this long, which uh, I'm impressive. So, uh, Matt, do you want to read the announcer again? <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, let's see. Ah, uh, she just won't give up. It's Rebecca's special back to the water dance. She keeps her back to the mode of fighting fish, and with her incredible speed, uses the enemy's force to throw them into the water. That's right! In every match Rebecca's ever fought, she's never directly harmed an opponent! She's never taken a single blow! All of her victories are via Out of Bounds, the undefeated woman! In the medical waiting room, under the Coliseum, Sai is kicking up a fuss because Chin Zhao went in to be examined but hasn't returned out yet. The staff assure him that the exit is on the other side of the examination room, so he wouldn't exit back into the Coliseum. Sai takes this as sensible and goes into the examination room himself. Admiral Bastille and his men, I think, had had mentioned earlier that no one has come out of the Coliseum. No one is exiting the Coliseum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to make a quick quick aside for Rolling Logan, (laughs) who hails from the southern kingdom of Scorchistan. I almost (laughs) missed it. Uh... I looked that shit up because I was, um, I was uh, genuinely curious. Like, was it called Scorchistan in Kana in the Japanese? And mm-hmm. no, uh, oh. its Japanese name for Scorchistan is Majiatsuka. Okay, and that is all I know. <laughs> Does the Japanese name mean anything? Hell, if I know. Okay. <laughs> uh... Uh, hang on, I, I can <laughs> do some sleuthing. Page eighty. Uh, Maji is like a no way. Like a Maji. Um, this looks like this looks like it's Maji. katakana, not hiragana. I mean, the the last two characters just means country. Well, the the Atsuka is probably the hot where where scorch comes from. Right. Mm. So. <laughs> Basically, uh, Atsui is hot. Seriously hot country. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, hmm. the, 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 there's no way this place is this hot country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hails from Hotlanta. Hotlanta, baby. I'm wondering hey. if the, I like that better. <laughs> I'm wondering if the ka is like a question. Like, ooh, isn't it hot? <laughs> 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 Your country name is a question. <laughs> That's pretty great. It's a demand. So the literally this man's country, he hails from 
another scorcher just like yesterday <laughs> yesterday yesterday you said you'd call sears i'll call today you'll call now you'll call now <laughs> i'll call now that's the whole country yeah it's really long it's hard to yeah hard the, to get into the that's books. just that's the national anthem <laughs> oh my god sai lies down on the medical table and then a trap door opens under him, dumping him below ground, further under the Colosseum. This oh, is damn it, we to took me. him to the Saw Hospital. <laughs> uh, he yeah. lands in a pile of scrapped toys and finds himself surrounded by all the other warriors who had lost in the previous blocks of the tournament. Hmm. Hi, guys. I guess that's why nobody's <laughs> leaving. Uh, seeing not much point in keeping his identity hidden, trapped underground... Ricky takes off his mask, revealing himself to be King Riku Doldo the Third, the deposed oh. king of Dressrosa. Riku! Oh snap. <laughs> they put bugs in him! <laughs> Mickey! It's Riku! They put bugs in him! What? <laughs> There's also um the cover art for this chapter is probably one of my favorite in the series. Yeah, it's a good uh, one. Uh, chapter seven twenty six, the Riku family. It's yeah. it's the straw hats with the, all all their kid versions of themselves. So yeah, good. baby. Brooke is very good. <laughs> Yay! Aw, Brooke. Chopper looks the same. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. he's still a kid. Life is a nightmare. <laughs> it's hard. Nobody understands. <laughs> what a world is a fuck. <laughs> Tank Lepanto is overwhelmed to see his former king, as is King Elizabello to see his former ally. Yeah. King Elizabello just, like, smiling and hugging King Riku is so sweet and wholesome. <laughs> yeah. I love this guy. He's, he's yeah. got some real dude's rock energy, and I'm here for it. Uh, evidently, in the years since Doflamingo took over, Dressrosa and its surrounding nations have been thrust into endless warfare. And it has been an open secret that Doflamingo has been profiting off of all of it, supplying allies and foes alike with weaponry under his Joker alias. Because of course. Mm-hmm. Dagama blames Riku and his erratic actions for the resulting turmoil, but Tank yells that none of them truly understand the tragedy that occurred in Dressrosa. And then time for some black gutters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pour them in. Did somebody say tragedy? Some of the blackest gutters yet. I was just about to say, among the blackest blackest of gutters. These gutters have been made by Anish Kapoor to absorb light. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Suddenly, gladiators and busted toys begin to rise from the heap, only to kneel before their former king. This bit's haunting. (laughs) Like, it's seriously disturbing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in the corner of the room, Hack appears to report into someone via transponder snail, giving them intel on the layout of the underground chamber. Hmm. What are you doing, Hack? What's he up to? What are you doing over there? Who are you talking to? Not Hack. <laughs> Not Hack sign. <laughs> wow. God. Then, a long strand of goo splorts down from the ceiling onto Sai's back, and then and yanks him back upwards. The- Splorts is the word, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the one they used. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Mm. And then he boings back up. <laughs> I don't like it. Nope. <laughs> it's another, another slime. Yeah, you 
I'm pretty sure... I don't remember if you ever told us or if we just uh, assumed that Caribou is the worst, grossest man <laughs> in One Piece, but that was not true. No. No, that no, have, yeah. When Treble was introduced... We that may have been no, on us. It's this guy. This guy <laughs> yeah. is the worst and the nastiest. Yeah, the grossest, the nastiest boy. Some time passes, and we see Psy has been transformed into a symbol-crashing monkey toy. Oh. And a, it is, an, it is a prisoner in his own body. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Love that for us. We, I love uh, some existential horror in my pirate ant manga. Are they all like this? It's about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, about pirates and existential torture. At the very least, it seems like the toy soldier still has autonomy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, I'm, it's, mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether it's the same amongst between all the the different toys. Yeah, but he starts like basically like reading off the rules of robotics at him. Yeah, basically, like, yeah. Thou shalt not harm humans. Thou shalt obey the family's orders. Uh, Treble commands the monkey to go to the factory trading port, and Sai is placed under a spell that he cannot disobey. Uh, Luffy, who has been watching the fight on the pay-per-view, decides that the view sucks down here in the holding cells. <laughs> so he decides to return to the viewing area up above. He tells the inmates, It's weird. I thought this place was super fun and happy all the time. But after seeing you guys, maybe it's not. Mm. This place <laughs> sucks. Thank you for presenting the thesis, Luffy. Of the <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> it was actually bad. It was actually bad. <laughs> Deep. They tell him, what you saw was the world of light, of the winners. Doflamingo separates everyone into the obedient winners and the rebellious losers. Just like the world government itself. To him, the losers are nothing but trash. Well, if you sweep the trash under the rug, of course it makes the rest of the place look nicer. Hmm. And Luffy is reminded of where he grew up. He says, oh, that sounds kind of familiar. Trash Mountain is the place to be. (laughs) Uh, He makes it upstairs and is immediately found by a screaming, weeping Bartolomeo. (laughs) 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 The panel where he's reacting to Luffy is so great. (laughs) He just screams, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Just, yeah. Uh, under the flower field, the king of the Tontadas explains their tragic backstory to the Straw Hats. <clears throat> and bear with me, because I'm going to attempt to read all of this in the baby voice. Oh, God. Oh, God I speed. believe in you, Tyler. <laughs> but you also got to do an old man voice, because he is not No, I'm man. not doing that. <laughs> you get one or the other. <laughs> Brutal. You don't want to be old man baby? <laughs> I don't oh, know Tyler, that I could I maintain that. you a professional that. podcaster. <laughs> Also make it kind of like um, Cheech Moran a little bit. Because <laughs> he kind of looks like him to me. A little bit, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Long in the past, we Tontadas weft our home in search of new resources. Tell me about uh, Samurai Jack. <laughs> when the big people spotted us, we were nearly driven to extinction. But one day, the king of nearby Desuosa said in exchange for a bit of waiver, he would promise us land, resources, and safety. (laughs) At the time, the king's name was Don Quixote. This was over 900 years in the past, you see, 
the darkest period of Tontada history. <laughs> the time of Swavery. <laughs> Detailed... <laughs> Detailed records paint a picture of the royal family's cruelty, Some and they runner. were devils. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you guys, I'm trying to pay attention to this man's I'm story. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't help As we toiled underground unseen, the big people above lived in luxury with the fortunes we built. Now, we don't... <laughs> <laughs> now we don't know <laughs> now we don't know what happened in the void century but 800 years ago a new king came to rule in Dressrosa King Wiku when King Wiku heard of the centuries of inhumane enslavement of the Tantadas he shed many tears and apologized to us and then the new king decided to enact reparations he told us that we could take anything we needed from the country no need to work anymore, and it would be called the Deeds of Fairies. Thus, he convinced the people to overwork their wasses and created the legend of the Fairies of Dressrosa. Under the rule of the kind-hearted Wiku dynasty, aid was always extended to the country's neighbors. It was never a prosperous land, <clears throat> but it was always happy and full of smiles. Our ancestors praised King Wiku's gentle heart, and worked hard to enrich the land and fill it with beautiful flowers of every color. This is the 800 year bond that connects the Tatars with the Wiku family. But now, after 900 years, they have returned with Do Flamingo, the waitest of the Don Quixote wine. And now, he is attempting to recreate the awful cycle of suffering from the past. First, he seized my daughter, Manchewi, and now holds 500 of our people hostage. We must not let the past be repeated. Oh God! I'm sorry, what daughter? Daughter's name? What again? Manchewi. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this fucking. I just want to say something really quick. I had a buddy. That was beautiful, Tyler. Uh, yeah. First off, that was incredible. Second, very quickly, I had a friend. Do you know um the song from the Steven Universe movie uh, Drift Away? Yeah. I had a buddy that he just had this stupid bit where he would randomly sing that like Elmer Fudd. So he just go <laughs> heal in the garden. I'm just like shut up. So <laughs> the I'm hunting rabbits. Literally, yeah. It was basically that. It was so fucking good. Now I can't listen to that song anymore. I ruined it. Very, very quiet. I'm hunting weaponations. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. We are planning our revolution. <laughs> we must I... avenge the time of Schwavery. My order, friends. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Uh, the toy soldier takes over the explanation from here. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he says that one day, ten years ago, there was an incident that caused all of the people of Dressrosa to lose faith in King Riku literally overnight. What, did he get involved with NFTs? Hey. Oh. He would. The toy soldier has uh, been protecting Rebecca from Doflamingo ever since because in reality, he is the girl's father. <gasps> dun dun dun! Dun dun dun! <sighs> so you I mean, mean to say when Rebecca said, he's like a father to me, <laughs> <laughs> he's actually her father? She was more correct than she knew. <laughs> Goodness. Also in the SBS, Oda just just destroys somebody whose question is just 
I hear I look like Wapple, and he replies, it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to reading that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I keep expecting Wapple to turn up in this arc. That would be interesting. It does feel like sure? a place he would be at home. He was making yeah. toys. Oh, yeah. Are yes. we sure that Oda didn't inherit the flame flame fruit because he seems pretty <laughs> capable of roasting people? Indeed. <laughs> uh, the toy soldier reveals that he suspects the troubles in Dressrosa began more than a decade ago when a woman named Monet began working in the palace. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh. Cool. She really was the most effective henchman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we flash back to a night ten years ago when Doflamingo suddenly arrived in King Riku's bedroom window. It should be noted because if Oda's going to make me notice, I'm going to make you notice. Mm. The moon is full in this scene. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. So it is. Mm. Uh, who would like to read for King Riku here? I could try. Sure. Let's and do it. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know what must be done. You know what to do. <laughs> Who goes there? No shouting now. No calling for help. I am Don Quixote do Flamingo, and I have just returned to my rightful place as ruler of this kingdom. I have been concerned with the recent reports of a pirate named Don Quixote. And your fears were well founded. I am indeed from the Don Quixote line. They say you attacked the heavenly offering ships, ferrying tributes paid to the celestial dragons, and threatened the world government into giving you a position among the seven warlords. <laughs> they just don't know what to do with me. After all, how does one handle a man who doesn't fear the celestial dragons? <laughs> Oh, well, if you already know my position and my ability, well, that saves us some time here. King Riku, I'll sell you this kingdom for ten billion berries. Uh, our kingdom does not have such a fortune. Well, you know, normally I wouldn't even give you this chance. I'd just seize it outright. You have until sunrise. No help from outside the country testing their ability as king. Do not tell the people about me. Heavenly offerings. It's the, the first we've heard mention of that. Heavenly um, offerings. Taxes. Yeah. Mm. Perhaps this is what differentiates member nations and non-member nations. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Mm -hmm. mm. But who else have we seen taking tribute recently? Big Mom. Yeah. Big Mom. Arlong. Well, not recently, but... There is literally no difference between good and bad things. <laughs> <laughs> you, you moron. You absolute buffoon. <laughs> you fucking imbecile. <laughs> uh, and so, wasting no time, King Riku demanded the royal army to go out in the middle of the night and start collecting as much money from the citizens of the country as fast as they could. They could offer the populace no explanation, asking that they just place faith in their king's request. Do trust me. <laughs> and, uh, the king went so far as to begin a nationwide broadcast in the middle of the night, on his hands and knees, pleading with the people to please give everything they had. I like that um, when his men start asking him, why, why don't we just fight him? He says, 
to call it a fight sounds like sounds courageous, but to kill one another is not the act of civilized men. I like what this Riku guy's about. Indeed. <laughs> to Commander Tank's shock, the people listened and began filling bags with money to donate to the king, no questions asked. However, later into the night, the king appeared on video feed in another town in the southern part of Dressrosa on horseback, and he began attacking the populace and lighting fires with explosive incendiary arrows. And then you turn the page. Yeah. Uh, The king's face, contorted in pain and sorrow, begged for the madness to stop while cutting down his people, claiming his body moved on its own. Oh, man. I fucking hate this face. This face is so... And we don't even really gotta, like, think about what's actually happening here. Like, we know. (laughs) We know. We've been new. (laughs) And Bill Flamingo just says, my goodness, (laughs) what a horrid king. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. Fuck this guy. Can you see why I flipped him off, like, three months ago? (laughs) 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 I'll do it again. Simply the worst. He really is. (laughs) He's the worst guy of them all. (laughs) Uh, Somewhere up in the sky, Doflamingo sat laughing, puppeteering the king with a technique called Parasite String. Finally gets a name. Horrible name. Yeah. Hate it so much. He then began taking over the bodies of the entire royal guard to join in the destruction. The people begged to know what they had done wrong for the king to react this way. Doflamingo let fear and chaos spread throughout the night, so that once the entire nation felt hate in their hearts for the king, he could swoop in as the hero. Joker's trick. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. The whole Don Quixote family of pirates sauntered into the palace to take over. And we see everybody. Uh, these are some some <laughs> choice like characters. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like seeing all the young versions of the Don Quixote family. Let's baby. Quite young baby five. Yeah. Monet and Dellinger, hair. who is like literally a kid, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. And who's this girl in front? It's kind of interesting that she kind of looks the same. Yeah, she seems unchanged ten Indeed. years ago. Indeed. Mm. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As we are told shortly, <laughs> how that works. Uh, King Riku, riding his horse throughout the night, killing countless civilians, begged for someone, anyone, to just kill him and put an end to the massacre. Mm. When he had figured everyone had had enough, Doflamingo arrived with Diamante, Treble, and Pika to fight off the royal soldiers that Dofi was already controlling. Yeah. Ugh. Oof. <laughs> it's so, all a work. I was talking to Tyler about this before we started recording, and it really bears repeating or bears noticing that, like, Dressrosa is very much, like... Alabasta 2 electric boogaloo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what if Crocodile's plan worked? What if it worked? Also, like, I remember. What, yeah, well, it's, it's what was... if Crocodile's plan worked and we got here 10 years too late to stop mm-hmm. it? Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Like, yeah, what if it worked a decade ago? Yeah. Because, like, at, I, I, it should be noted that there is a um, 
there's an X mark that's like people see the warlords as like the guardian deities, or they saw Crocodile as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because when he showed up at the very, very, very beginning of Alabasta, before he like went into his stupid little casino, whatever, <laughs> um, he like w- went to a random town and like stopped some bandits from banditing, and they're like, "Yay, Crocodile!" Yeah. And we never really <laughs> saw more of that. And I feel like Dressrosa is an attempt to like really flesh that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, no. Also, like the people really unironically do see it, him as their protector. Yeah. Also worth remembering when during the Marineford War, uh, when Doflamingo and um, Crocodile were kind of like interacting, like they were they were pretty chummy. <laughs> and it's and it's kind of like it's pretty easy to like theorize that maybe Crocodile got the idea for Alabasta from Doflamingo already pulling it off. Uh, Worked pretty well last time. Uh, King Riku's life was only spared because Doflamingo had use for his daughter Viola's devil fruit powers. She is now known as Violet for some reason. It's not a great code name. It's a a flawless cover. (laughs) I do really like this reveal, though, because it makes her work way better as a character. Mm-hmm. Where it's like her being a person with a good heart who was working for Doflamingo against her will and then is redeemed by Sanji by accident in his idiotic way. <laughs> like it's cliche and predictable, but this makes it work because it like anchors her story in this whole thing that's like about the fate of the kingdom. Yeah. And like yeah. her her family as a whole. And it's not so much about Sanji. Yeah. Uh which I which I think is good. Yeah, it's it's more it's more she sees like hope in Sanji, like, oh, maybe things can turn around. I yeah. don't have to keep this act up anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first met Violet and did a reading for her, I was not expecting to eventually find out that she was the daughter of the king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was not ready for that. Wouldn't expected the princess. So I should probably bring up at this point, um, around this time, some One Piece detractors came up with a fun nickname for the series which was the Princess Saving Simulator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. I, I do it's, a, it's a trope that's come up quite a number of times in One Piece already. Mm. Which is to say three, but that's still... Mm-hmm. It's enough to draw a line from. Mm-hmm. We, we very recently had one. Yeah. yeah. Is the thing. For uh, it to come up again so suddenly. Uh, while some of the soldiers were killed that night and others took the knee to serve Doflamingo, the toy soldier says... There are some he can't even remember. Hmm. When we are turned into toys, we retain all memories of when we were human. But those around us, even our families, lose all memory of our existence. To not even realize that you have forgotten someone precious to you, that is the greatest tragedy of Dressrosa. And it even applies to the toys, too. This is the scariest thing I've ever read. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, truly it's so scary. Dire. This sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've read some, some Junji Ito. I've read oh, yeah. <laughs> a pretty, pretty good handful of like actual <laughs> horror. Uh, and this trumps all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because when do you die? Th- like but that, you're that, not actually dead. Is and that, and that, the like, even worse part of it. And that's like such an inspiring concept when like when you hear it. And it is an inspiring concept. Uh-huh. But then it, it like you can envision somebody like Doflamingo hearing somebody who'd be like, a man does not truly die until he is forgotten. It's like, okay, we'll get started on that then. <laughs> I, I got a guy for that. <laughs> the soldier continues, 
I believe that everyone turned into a toy is possessed by hatred for Doflamingo. He attempts to bury that rebellious will in the shadows, but that simply means that there is rage and rebellion brewing within the darkness of this land. And it is the number of tragedies that holds the key to our operation. It's the name of this chapter, The Number of Tragedies, which is a really good title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the Straw Hats discover that, coincidentally, the Tuntadas and Toy Soldier have decided on going forward with their operation today because of the incident with the newspaper that morning. <laughs> a rather natural decision, wouldn't you say? <laughs> he says, Can you imagine our joy when we heard the news? We thought a miracle had occurred. And when we learned it was a mistake, we were plunged from the bliss of heaven to the depths of hell. And thus, trapped in our despair, we chose to make our final stand on this day. A rather natural decision, wouldn't you say? That, that face is not a good look on Robin. <laughs> it's not a good look, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Just them realizing, oh, this is kind of their fault. <laughs> we way oh, fucked, we up. fucked up. Our <laughs> actions have consequences. <laughs> Just, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. <laughs> uh, in the scrap heap below the Colosseum, Riku and Chinjiao sit alone unable to remember all the warriors who'd moments ago been with them, all of which have been turned into toys. It's so fucking scary. Uh, like hearing Don Chinjiao like saying like, oh, I have no grandsons, no one to like, no successors. Wish I did. <laughs> there is a, like a kind of funny bit though, uh, where <laughs> oh, yeah. Abdullah goes, what did they do to the lone wolf Abdullah? And she goes, what did they do to the solitary warrior Jeet? Yeah. Remember how they fought? They're buddies. <laughs> they exclusively fought together. Yeah. Oh, no. Both lone warriors together. Mm. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Wait, that, that means they forgot each other. Never mind. Mm -hmm. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. It's sad It's not now. funny at all. It's extremely no! dire. Uh, Luffy finds his way to the window where Zoro and Kinemon are waiting, while Bellamy tells him to carry out the hit. Meanwhile, Dellinger, a fighter of the Diamante army, tails him to finish him off under Doflamingo's orders. And Dellinger is not terribly subtle about this. <laughs> Dellinger is a lot. I love Dellinger. Dellinger, <laughs> Dellinger was born without the ability to be subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Dellinger kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. He does. He does one of a. He does the the Japanese mean girl thing of where like you put your hand over your mouth and just. Be like, yeah. Oh my god! Are you are you really that pathetic? Oh wow. That's so sad. That's so sad for you. Oh my god. Oh my god! That's crazy. Uh, tell me all about it. Uh. <laughs> Law and Doflamingo continue fighting their way across the bridge from Greenbit back to Dressrosa. You know, I forget how big Doflamingo is, because I know that Law is, like, canonically 6'3", so, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, Toffee's wow. fucking tall. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna get real bad in a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is a big man. I guess. Fuck, I forgot. A lot of it is, a lot of it does come from the, the Flamingo floof just yeah. making his profile so big yeah, right. but and menacing his leg is like his body <laughs> yeah he has these constant veins pulsing in his forehead all got the time got a lot in his mind yeah, is he okay <laughs> right i was about to say yeah. like is he all right <laughs> that frontal Are lobe is just good? doing a lot of work all the time yeah 
Diamante calls Dofi to inform him of Viola's betrayal. So they change tactics a bit uh, to prepare the factory from imminent attack from the Straw Hats. Doflamingo asks Law why his plan relies on having so much faith in the Straw Hats if he's only using them, to which Law replies, the D will always cause another storm. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, which... back at the Coliseum. Right. A D uh, is causing up a storm. Yeah. This is also what he said uh, when he first met Luffy and Sabaudi. Yes. And the, he even put it in quotes this time. <laughs> Did he just self-reference himself? I think so. <laughs> yeah. To a guy who a doesn't... A wise man once said... <laughs> I don't know who else he would be quoting right here. The wise man is me. I said me. <laughs> Remember that time I, I said this? <laughs> that was pretty you cool. You weren't there. Uh, <laughs> you weren't there for it, but I, it definitely happened. It was, it was really pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Should have been, should have been there. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love over at the Coliseum just Zoro <laughs> getting mad at Luffy for having fun without him. I want to fight. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't fight. I'm running all over town. You're having fun. <laughs> Uh, finally getting a hold of Luffy, Zoro and Kinemon start a conference call with all the other Straw Hats on the Sunny as well as those underground with the Tantatas. Frankie says that while he understands leaving Doflamingo intact is part of Law's plan so that he can later fall to Kaido instead, uh, Frankie cannot abandon the Toy Soldier and the Tantatas to defeat, so they're going to have to see this whole thing through. Suddenly, Law and Doflamingo crash land in the middle of town just outside the Coliseum. And Doflamingo fucking lights Law up with a pistol. Damn. Just a regular pistol. Yeah. <laughs> just pulls a gun and uses it. Weird. Uh, before losing consciousness, Law thinks of someone named Korra. I missed that. Not a name I'm familiar with. Hmm. She's one of the avatars. Um, <laughs> they, they did a series about her. God damn it. Zoro and Kinemon rush forward to try and rescue Law, but they are intercepted by Fujitora, who crushes Zoro into the ground with his gravity powers. Thankfully, Zoro's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the way that's, like, shown is really cool. Where, like, they're doing the, the sword thing, and, like, Zoro's sunglasses just kind of snap. Yeah, the glasses crack, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and then he's in a hole. <laughs> uh, he manages to free himself by letting loose some flying slashes at the Admiral. Fujitora tells him, After the powerful kindness you folks did for me, it pains me to repay you with the back of my hand, but it seems fate works in mysterious ways. What a cool dude. Uh, Doflamingo collects Law, and then he and Fujitora fly away, and what is quite possibly the single worst drawing in One Piece, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen your rants about this panel before. <laughs> the perspective on Doflamingo is fucking ridiculous in this drawing. Mm. Look at his Which foot one? compared to Law's body. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. going on? <laughs> He's swelling. He's holding him like a doll. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I don't like, want to hear shit about people as... being drawn in off in off model in Stevie Universe or whatever. With... <laughs> yeah. I want to hear it after I've seen this. <laughs> He's a giant now. Law is like as tall as Law is as tall as 
Dofi's leg. Like <laughs> half of his leg. Maybe. He goes up his Generously. calf. Yeah. Oh, Christ. That's, that's definitely only excusable when you, like, put it in the sense that height is representative of their, like, status. Yeah. It's their power level. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Poor Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Except for when he's the biggest. Yeah. He, well, he get that's, true. that's true. That's true. That's true. There you go. Uh, suddenly, everyone hears screaming from the Sunny's end of the conference call. That's because Big Mom's ship is bearing down on them oh, off the coast boy. of Dressrosa. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> and it's singing. Shippy, shippy. That's the noise I made. Suddenly this is happening. <laughs> hey, the remember when you turned. spit in her face? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't yep. forget. All right. She's oh, still man. mad at you. This fucking boat Wait, rocks. Yeah. yeah. This fucking the Sunny is a fucking bath toy compared to this fucking thing. <laughs> and it's got yeah. candy and pocky and cookies. I love that pure wet cookie. Frosting. <laughs> I, I literally turned the page and I went, "Oh fuck." Yeah. <laughs> I like my, what I actually it's like I think sort of low key one of the funniest moments in the whole fucking comic. Uh on the other end of the line Zor- uh, Zoro says are you sure it's Big Mom's ship? <laughs> <laughs> are you certain? Uh, are you sure about that? That's good. <laughs> Fuck. Let me, just, let me just reread those those letters above the flat. The really <laughs> big ones. Ma- yeah, yeah. I think it might be her. <laughs> like this is up there for me with the bit, the the panel in Bla- in uh, Blam, where the guy says, to, where like the guy, someone offers Killy a gun and he says, "It's okay, I already have one." <laughs> Like, oh my god. Uh, in addition to vengeance on the Straw Hats, they appear to be after Caesar Clown, who admits to Sanji that he may have sort of built Big Mom for some research funds. <laughs> oh boy. Well, fuck. So... Everyone wants a piece of Caesar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actions continue to have consequences. <laughs> Still not 11. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking fast, Nami lays out a plan for everyone. She and everyone on the Sunny will maintain course for Zoe and try to shake Big Mom in the process. As far as she sees it, there are three cards being fought over right now, which are Caesar, the Smile Factory, and for some reason, Momonosuke. Yeah. Hmm. The Straw Hats currently control two of the three, and Law knew that, fighting hard to keep it that way. Luffy agrees to this plan to honor Law's sacrifice. He does actually honor his bravery. <laughs> Getting Luffy's, Luffy has his shit together. Before they leave, though, Sanji requests his captain's permission to strike back against Big Mom's ship. Oh, boy. Luffy tells him, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Fucking go for it, buddy. <laughs> I already pissed her off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ain't friends. Uh, Luffy now plans to head for the palace to take down Doflamingo, but he's in the middle of a tournament. Hate when that Ins- happens. Yeah. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Uh, inside the Coliseum, Bartolomeo protects a battered and bloody Bellamy from Dellinger, <laughs> putting this a barrier a up around scene. him. <laughs> just Derringer getting absolutely frustrated and just being like, "Move! <laughs> I'm going to Ooh. kick him to death." So, there's something really, like, fun and spooky about, about like, a bloody stiletto heel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, 
These are red bottoms. These are bloody <laughs> shoes. These are Louboutins. <laughs> and just Dellinger's face. It's so creepy. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dellinger gets called away by Diamante to go protect the house of toys, and he reluctantly leaves Bellamy with Barto. Bellamy asks why he would defend him, having only stood in the ring together for a few moments, but Bartolomeo says that's plenty of time to become comrades in battle. <laughs> He truly has modeled himself on Luffy. (laughs) (laughs) We're friends now, idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Get over it. We fortnite it together. Where are we dropping, boys? He asks. (laughs) He would play Fortnite, wouldn't he? (laughs) Tell me. Oh, yeah. He's a W-key gamer. Look at him. Mm -hmm. Under the flower field, the toy soldier begins to lay out his plan, titled Operation Dressrosa S.O.P. Hmm. What does that stand for? Uh, well, he's going to explain it to us. <laughs> um, of. It's not going to help, but no. <laughs> he will explain yeah. it. I imagine it works better in the original Japanese. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe it's dumb on purpose. I, I think mm-hmm. that's the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was my assumption. Because they keep asking, like, but what, but what does SOP mean? And he just <laughs> continues to not tell them. Oh, the wiki has, um, has given me an answer. Yeah. In, in Japan, it stands for Sugar Otamage Panic. I don't know what Otamage <laughs> stands for. I was going to say it stands for Shadows Over Portland. <laughs> oh, it says... <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, Matt, I think that probably is, is definitely what, it, what it's supposed to mean. It says uh, Otamage means to be very surprised. They are going to infiltrate the factory and trading port, and they're going to steal the wits of the Don Quixote pirate with the Hobby Hobby Fruit. That's a good name. Uh, and it will instantly return every toy and dress Rosa to their former selves. Hey, who has the Hobby Hobby Fruit, by the way? Uh, he says, Our target is Sugar, a special officer in the Treble Army. She is a girl who transforms anyone she touches into a toy. Anyone she, oh, she sugar. touches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, honey. She might appear young, but it seems that the fruit freezes its eater in time, never to age. Oh no, oh. she's that Batman villain. Yep. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's gonna be real sad when she finds that hall of mirrors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Due to her vital role, she is under the constant protection of Treble, one of Doflamingo's highest officers. That boy looks like Treble. He does. <laughs> The plan is to shock Sugar so bad that she loses consciousness, a.k.a. Sugar Overwhelmed equals Panic, (laughs) S.O.P. Aha. There you go. So they could just, like, this is a very elaborate way to say we're gonna knock her out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad localization, I would say. (laughs) They're, 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 They're like, look, we're not gonna kill a kid, so we... But we're all gonna knock her out. It's fine. <laughs> See, this is where this is where the clone clone montage would have been useful. Uh, hearing his opponent is a little girl, Usopp is ready to commence the operation. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Let's fucking go." Uh, Frankie changes. Frankie hair salon. Yeah. Yes. Frankie changes battle into hair. his battle hair. I love this hairstyle, which is a really that... long pompadour that looks like. A log? It's a cannon. It's a gun. Oh, it's a gun. Yeah. Oh, is that it's a what rifle. it's supposed to be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That shit better oh, be functional. Yeah, it is just we riot. It is just a cannon. Oh my god! It, I, yeah, you'll see it better when we get uh, more close-ups of him. But mm -hmm. it is in fact battle yeah. hair. Oh my god! <laughs> At this view, it does kind of look like a log with two little mushrooms coming <laughs> off the side of it. Mm -hmm. I would like that it's too. Symbol for battle. Yeah. In the Colosseum, Luffy runs into Barto and Bellamy, and asks Bellamy if he knows a way out. Still unable to betray his hero Doflamingo, despite everything, Bellamy says that if Luffy happens to follow him, he might coincidentally get out of the Colosseum. <laughs> Barto asks Luffy what he'll do about the flame flame fruit, and Luffy says that while he really doesn't want Burgess to get it, his crew's lives are more important. Ooh, is Hell this... Yeah. I think also, because I see all the... All, when, um... Barto is like stammering, m -m 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 Mr. Luffy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if mm -hmm. uh, in if this got localized. Uh, so in, I, I saw, I've noticed this from clips of Barto. Uh, in the Japanese, he had when he gets overwhelmed, he says, he I'll, I will try to recreate it myself. Sure. <clears throat> he goes. Luffy said bye. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh like Lord. the, the like it get he it all starts to like roll together crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the Japanese uh, text is that yeah it's the sound effect in the back is he <laughs> um, <laughs> and he goes <clears throat> he goes wow nicely done. <laughs> This is a blessing to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. This whole episode. <laughs> Barto says to just leave it to him because he was always intending to win the fruit for Luffy in the first place. God bless. Ah, so when he That's says, I gotta someone win it for that was... certain guy. Yeah. He meant Luffy. <laughs> God bless. Not knowing he was already in it. Then, a shadowy figure rounds the corner. <gasps> okay. And tells Luffy <laughs> that they can't let him have the flame flame fruit. Barto steps up to this figure, informing them that they're speaking to the fucking future king of the pirates. Jagass! Yes, jagass! <laughs> the figure pushes Barto aside, saying, I've known that for years. Who are you, mister? The figure He's and Luffy. He's got a cravat, either Yeah, way. very fancy. Uh, the two have a chat. Uh, one that we nor Barto get to hear, but a dawning realization crawls across Luffy's face. <laughs> and then we turn the page. Anal face. <laughs> Luffy does an anal face. Oh my god. This is technically Lucy doing an anal face. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Which is a very good, good visual. Sometime later, outside the Colosseum, Luffy runs with Zoro and Kinemon, now disguised as a koi, a cat, and a frog, respectively. So good. Sure. Why not? Are they not the bee's knees? <laughs> Are they not what's happening right now with youths of today? Is Dude. this not what the gamers are saying? <laughs> Luffy sobs while he runs, saying he's not worried about the flame flame fruit anymore. And then we get the last two most baffling pages oh, yeah. in this comic. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in the city, calling the mysterious figure via transponder snail, 
and sitting atop a pile of knocked-out Don Quixote goons is motherfucking Koala. Koala! She's growing up the, and she's cute! The little girl! Oh, wait. We know this person? Yeah! From the Fisher Tiger flashback. Yep. She was the human child who is very Oh abused. my god! You're right, it's her. <laughs> she's that all cleaned com- up and grown up. It completely slipped past me. And according to this plaque, she's the Revolutionary Army Assistant Fishman Karate Master. That's awesome. <laughs> Which I assume means that she's here with Hack, and Hack is so spying for the, ah, the Revolutionary Army. A safe Army, assumption. Which, that's it's, it's good to hear. I didn't want to hear. I, I didn't want to hear anything bad about my man Hack. <laughs> no, I love that guy. Yeah, this guy so rules. You, you remember when Arlong said, "What good can a little girl in a random village do?" <laughs> well, she can she join is. the fucking revolutionaries. <laughs> uh, so, who wants to read Koala, the Mystery Man, Zoro, and Luffy for these last two pages? <laughs> I'll voice Luffy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, somebody. I can I can do koala. Alright. I can I guess I'll do the mystery man. Alright. Dave, do you want to do Zoro then? I have read a lot in this one. It's just one line. Oh, okay, fair enough. Sounds that's about appropriate for Zoro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like Robin's here in this country. It'd be so nice to see her again. I'm glad you found him too. Yeah, I thought he might hit me. Hmm. Are you crying? Why why would I cry? If you'd been there when it happened, would anything have changed? You can't know that. No one can. Yeah. Let me know when we have details about the underground. Okay. For now, I'll simply state that Ace's fruit is mine. It's up to us to continue living out his will. I didn't think he was alive. Who was? I, I thought he died. I really, really thought he was dead. Doom. Boom. Boom. The three sake cups. Yep. So, um, uh, hey, how long do we have to keep calling this guy the mystery man? (laughs) (laughs) Why, do you have a guess? Do you have a theory? Do you have a theory on who this could be? Uh, I think the Sabo has been habeased, my dudes. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's Dadon. I think Sabo has entered the chat. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's very obviously Sabo. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. When, when this chapter dropped, just like the internet was oh, yeah. ablaze, just like, Sabo's fucking alive! It wasn't... But that motherfucker, Odo won't show his face! Yep. <laughs> I, did not, I did not think we would see him this soon. Yeah. Um. Hey, do you want to know where I first got spoiled about Sabo not being dead. Oh, no. do, you, do you guys want to know where? Uh, this is a tragedy in and of itself. Is it Tyler's no, fault? Me, no, okay, it I'm is joking. not. It is not. Let me tell you. It was from the first ten minutes of playing the video game Jump Force. Oh, oh, my, god. oh my god. In which where he is a playable I character. I didn't even think about that. A, so, no, not even that. So, like, Jump Force, uh, who cares about the plot? There's, like, a base <laughs> where all your favorite Shonen Jump anime characters are hanging out. Like, you know, Goku and, and Naruto are, like, getting all the details on the Yeah, all the classics. Stuff, right? Goku, Naruto, and Sabo. 
<laughs> yeah, oh so there's God. like three squads, basically. There's like Alpha, Beta, Gamma, or whatever. And it's like, you could be the one with like Piccolo, Trunks, and Sasuke. You know what I mean? It's like all like mishmash. And one of mm-hmm. these squads has Sabo in it. Yeah. I doesn't even think about that. <laughs> I, and, my, and my very... I remember this because I remember my response to seeing this. I went, hmm, that looks like a One Piece guy. <laughs> we were at, like, maybe Alabasta. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, when we met Luffy's brother. <sighs> Jesus yep. fucking Christ. That's, a, that's another, another way one, that this... Apparently. This is another way that this mirrors Dressrosa. Or Alabasta. Oh, oh shit, you're oh right. Oh, my God, that's true. Mm. Luffy's brother arrives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Any other thoughts for this volume? The panel of Luffy reacting. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) fucking gorgeous. So good. Lovingly rendered. (laughs) Mm. Stippled. Stippled. (laughs) I mean, even even before the Enel Face one, like, I I like that realization. There's like, there's two small realization Mm -hmm. panels as his eyes fill with tears. Yeah, Yeah, the dawning real. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The dawning realization. (laughs) 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 That was the, um, purpose, I promise. I promise you. Cavendish's whole, fate. Cavendish's whole speech at the beginning about the lives of warriors are not a sideshow. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, okay, big boss. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he if is you white hate knighting, her so for real. Much, mm-hmm. Grab your sword and come down to the arena yourself. Mm-hmm. He's, this motherfucker studied the blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and we didn't get to... We kind of got... Um, kind of glossed over it but um rebecca has a cool friend named alicia in in block d yeah, oh, yeah. and she's, she's all Basilia. like i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna make sure you reach the final yeah and i just think alicia's very cute and yeah. i like her a lot <laughs> very big woman she, with hearts on her she's shields. a big brassy mama mm-hmm. <laughs> i can finally uh talk about one of my secret hobbies Oh, uh, speaking of the hobby, hobby fruit, uh, um, this is getting worse. It's generating. I love going around to um, discussions of like most powerful villains or like biggest, baddest baddies, etc., and just dropping sugar into the conversation. <laughs> you know, they I do love... say a teaspoon of sugar. <laughs> Makes the medicine go down. She you could beat throwing... Goku. And yeah. Oh my god. That's she could true. not only beat Goku, she could make everyone forget Goku existed. That's so scary. <laughs> yeah. He could, she so could scary. turn Goku into a Goku Funko Pop. They'll never find Literally him. Literally just what, gotta touch him. <laughs> what would be left of Vegeta's identity if his, if his memories of Goku were removed? I see what your... do you do when you clear out that hard drive space? I, I see your. your Madare Uchiha in his Mangakyo Sharingan, and I raise you one little girl with a pap on the cheek. <laughs> yeah. You're literally fucking throwing the apple of discord into the into the middle of the ring and just watching everyone fucking kill each other. It's so it. fun just watching these, these power scaler obsessives. Just like having to reconcile with the fact that, that uh, maybe it's not about strength and maybe like true horror can come from, you know, less expected places. Oh, you're a pog. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Christ. Couldn't be me. I would say that's sad, but I don't remember who you are. <laughs> uh, do y'all remember back in the Sabo flashback, that one panel of uh, Dragon's ship docking at Zoro's 
homeland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that panel, everybody on the ship was scrambling because they had pulled somebody on board from in the sea and were trying to patch him up. Aha. Oh now we know who that God. was. <laughs> oh, he went far. It actually was set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good on them. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts for this volume before we move on to X marks? Uh, I can't tell if Doffy got really big or Law got smaller in some of those pages. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe a bit of both. Maybe a bit of both. Right. <laughs> Stay with me. Uh, I've come to introduce the smaller Law theory. <laughs> oh, God, God. I fucking goddamn it. God, there's a slightly shorter Law. And they occasionally switch places. I love because he's a, swi- he's a switcher. He likes switching. Fucking... He loves mm-hmm. it. I, I hate that that with a law dog. That works like 1%, and I hate that it works that much. <laughs> you hate that it has like a, like a not even a foothold, like a finger hold. A, ven- a veneer of conceivable legitimacy. <laughs> oh my God. And it drives you mad. Will mm-hmm. they swap out a big doffy for that one part too? Because that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Man, imagine two Doflamingos. I do not want to imagine any such thing. Stop it. I don't, uh, I don't like Stop the way you Stop saying words. I don't like the way you said that, Tyler. <laughs> how about some X marks? Don't like the way you yeah, said Yeah, how about... Words. Yeah, aside from what you just fucking... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, we got a couple yeah. from Discord first. Ooh, okay. Carrie gives us a lady who has eyes for Sanji. <laughs> and maybe, uh, maybe underline eyes. <laughs> oh... I mean, I could hear the underline in your voice. <laughs> uh, Turtles points out unconscious hockey use, mm. which was uh, Don Shinjao splitting the arena in half, even though he was unconscious. Mine for this week, Drake apprehended Caribou. Oh. It's taking him somewhere. A perfect depiction of the tragedy of Dressrosa. It's interesting that she considers it a tragedy. Yeah. The human human hides the sun. Um. Hmm. Harden. Momonosuke represents a deposed ruler. Vivi and Cobra are technically celestial dragons. Yeah. Toiling underground unseen. Cora. C O R A, the name that Law was oh, yes, thinking of about. Big Mom has a musical ship. And Kinemon thinks koi fish are the bee's knees. <laughs> uh, Jason. Yeah. You got a star chart for us? Uh-oh. I sure do. <laughs> I sure do. Um, hey, it's cancer season, baby. Are you ready? Sure. Um, we have a birthday with uh, June 27th. None other than... King Riku Doldo the Third. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Riku, here is what the stars <laughs> have to say about you this week. Does it mention a door to darkness? Well, <laughs> oh no. That's a that's a different thing. <laughs> no, uh, some failures that you may have experienced over the past few days could have you beating yourself up today. Perhaps you feel that you were too hasty or sloppy, or you could have done things better. Mm. Uh, Don't obsess over it. Figure out what went wrong, learn from it, and let it go. 
Too much negativity directed at yourself is likely to sabotage future efforts rather than help them. That's good advice. Uh, uh, huh. I, don't... Yeah, I don't like this part of the podcast anymore. <laughs> 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 the Feels like stars it's getting mean-spirited. Have spoken. It's like getting passive-aggressive. <laughs> Hey, Riku, we know you ate total shit, but, like, you know, don't worry about it. Lighten up, man! <laughs> it's it's starting to feel like you're you're getting back at us for having future knowledge. And <laughs> in in, in doing our little sly comments. Yeah. I'm, now I'm just doing, I'm just doing past you're, knowledge you're, you're, with the stars. You're the stars using the powers of the you. stars to attack us directly. Mm-hmm. Our life points. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes into the show every week, and I hope that you join us again next week for Grapes of Wrath. Uh, uh-oh. Mm. I mean, I do like that Steinbeck book. That is a good book. <laughs> Until then, Matt, where can our Nakama find you on the Grand Online? Well, if you feel so inclined, you can find me over on Twitch, Twitter, and Webtoons under the username DefineProg. It's D-E-F-I-N-E-P-R-O-G. That's where I'm doing my rock zombie VTuber thing. Jason? Uh, yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash jcabs. J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. I stream, you know, whenever I got the chance. Usually in the evenings, usually in the middle of the week. Uh, but if you hit the follow bell, then you'll just know whenever I'm live. Um, and jcabs takes you to any and all socials media that I don't really update that much. Twitter, Insta, and now AO3. Ooh, Ooh yay! Laura? Uh, I go by Haha I'm Laura on Twitter, Instagram, Newgrounds, and Patreon. And speaking of, I just uploaded a song earlier today, so maybe give me a dollar or two and listen to it, or not. <laughs> uh, Melissa? I am on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch under Kristaya, K R I S T A I A, recently. Trying to get back into streaming uh, when Mia, my <laughs> one-year-old golden retriever, allows it, which is sometimes oh, when she deems it um, so. Doggy. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and Dave. Yep, I am uh, Scythe, P S Y T H E on Archive of Our Own. I very occasionally write fanfiction. You can follow this show on Twitter at MealPeace. And pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, The Mess Deck, where you can come and chat with us about the latest episode of the podcast and the volume that we read in it. And we also have a spoiler section to come and talk about the uh, current events of the series, as well as a hobby section to come and talk about all the other things that you uh, enjoy in your life. If you'd like to have your email read on the show, you can send it to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. We do have a queue building, so uh, be patient if you don't hear it right away. Uh, and I would also appreciate it if you could rate and review the show on your podcast service of choice and make it a five-star rating so that all of the One Piece fans of the world can find it. This has been Piecemeal. Keep dreaming about a world without Doflamingo. Because I hate him. <laughs> Sounds good.